This episode is dedicated to Idris Elba. He's one of the first reported cases of individuals who's undergoing treatment for the coronavirus. We wish him good health and we thank him for the contribution he made towards making this episode even possible. That being said, enjoy the show. This is PBE Daily, early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvonne. Thank you for taking the time to listen to yet another episode. I know it's been trying times and it didn't help that some of the days that were being spent under quarantine did not have any episodes for, for me to share. But as you always should know about me, the integrity of, of what I create is more important than the quantity therein. But we still are glad that we've made the, the numbers that we've been able to make as far as how many episodes exist. And I hope that you'll take this time to maybe revisit some of the topics that I touched on in the past and maybe even appraise yourself to some of the information that I've actually gained because I know the beautiful thing about the, my podcast is there's an actual trajectory of growth in every single step and every single episode that's been created. In in that particular case, I actually did take the time to allow myself some breaks during quarantine. And in those small breaks, instead of drawing I accepted that when I can't find myself finding the perfect direction to draw in, I just stop. And accepting the idea of stopping is normally the heaviest part. But sometimes I find great gems in that particular period of stopping. And I got to stop and I watched a documentary. And this documentary hit me so hard because it reminded me of something that I've been thinking about making a topic of in this podcast. But I've, I didn't find the perfect way that was progressive enough to actually speak on it. By progressive, I mean this. I've been around certain fields of creativity in such a long time that I don't want to be one of the fellows who carries forward the disgruntled existences that I've, I've gone through to, or to carry forward some of the injustices that have actually taken place in the crafts that I've been a part of. I try as much as possible to give credit where credit is due, even if a person actually is being credited on something that they did and didn't know that it directly affected that which I put together. For example, this particular episode I'm, I'm thinking of dedicating it to Edris Elba because a documentary he did in, in collaboration with the BBC years ago is one that I watched and it kind of informed what I'm about to speak on today. And the the, the thing he, he was a part of was something known as how clubbing changed the world. It gives a top, I think, top 40 of things that changed the sound of clubbing and the rave and all these beautiful things that come with actual nightlife. And I know for many people who frequent the nightlife, it sometimes is a shocker when they realize that some people do document the existences of these particular nightings and night experiences because the rave itself has facilitated and made sure that certain families even have upkeep. So. Since you're in quarantine right now, let this be the lesson for most of you who not only intend to venture into making club events or making rave events, but even as a shout out to the few individuals who actually take their time to do that. And it was also, aside from the Idris Elba documentary, say, I, think it was a, I think it was a solo documentary or a two-parter or a three-parter, I forget, but it was called How Clubbing Changed the World. If you get the chance, go on YouTube and look for it and watch it. And they actually give you the breakdown of how disco and clubbing all come together and it's considered the UK one of the UK's greatest exports, which is the rave. But clubbing and um, and all that is also tied into that. The whole mesh is one big, great-looking collage of color. And the other documentary I watched was a Netflix documentary, and I'm sure you've been noticing a lot of people when they're speaking on different things for you to potentially watch and view. And Netflix kept on being uh, mentioned because you pay for the service. So if anything, it's probably with integrity when you say it because you've actually 
service that person by giving them the props they require and they've made a buck as a result of it and they've made it possible for them to potentially do future business with with netflix so it was a documentary called what we started and it's basically the djing industry and insights on how it happens in the background and to the foreground and it follows some specific djs in their paths specifically two djs i think it it follows a dj from who's on his retirement path who's in his 50s and a dj who's much younger who's probably getting into his 20s and the contributions they've made in their different lifetimes and the lifespans because the 50-year-old has been around since the very birth of the whole clubbing scene and the disco scene and the and the house music scene and all that and when i looked at that story the thing i loved about it was it gave time even towards the end credits to give redemption to certain characters who spoke in a cold way towards younger generations in any field and this is where it ties into a topic i wanted to speak on before everyone seems to be angry at newer generations of people who come into a field that they're in and as one who occasionally had that bad disease that bad fungus in my system i'm glad i beat it because this is the thing in my particular fields and this is the field i'm actually speaking on and why it ties into clubbing and everything in my particular fields and contributions towards the entertainment scene i've been amongst the few who actually accepted that certain things have to be done a certain way i'm one of the few people who accepted that when in rome you have to do as the romans do i'm one of the few people who's willing to actually work with somebody even if i don't like them personally but as long as they maintain the integrity of the business being done in that specific period i'll be willing to work with that person i've never talked myself into a corner and even if i have talked myself into a corner i've always given myself the opening to how i can't really be stuck in that frame of mind or that frame of thinking and i thank my friend Ross Van Horn who actually told me that i shouldn't be too married to my initial ideas in the sense of how i deal with my personal life in particular because i've noticed this about my friends whenever they ask me how i'm doing they don't really care about my my work side because they know i'll always take care of that and make sure it's done to fruition but as far as my personal side i'm always holding that part as far away from everyone as possible and i don't even address it even for myself but here's how it ties back into this topic i wanted to touch on and idris elba has been a dj and then actor then became superstar actor and and then on and then on and when he came back to his original passion which was clubbing and he's talked about how the clubbing music scene was working and how in the uk it used to exist and in small pockets in certain places in the world but the uk was so prevalent and then a recession happens and things go sideways i'm just paraphrasing based upon the things i understood or things i've like i retained from the story being told and i walk he walk away from that and then he come to the state of chicago in the united states and house music starts taking shape in fact the name house music is allegedly coined from chicago and what was happening in chicago at the time and then detroit comes up with the sound like it's motor the motor city industrious and now we don't have to have a band because to pack a club initially you have to have a live band on stage as is created and explained in uh the documentary on netflix what we started and to move away from having live band performances being what actually attracts people into a venue to having dj's becoming the staple is such a big deal and especially in this particular times when things have to be tightened up because we're trying to quarantine i mean i've just heard recently that approximately 600 plus people have passed away in italy alone as far as the victims of the coronavirus in nairobi or oh, sorry in kenya there's reportedly 15 cases and 
still we refuse to accept the fact that we're being told to quarantine ourselves and keep ourselves safe for the sole purpose of making sure we're all okay because the ripple effect is what really matters and a good friend of mine by the name of Ade mentioned that it doesn't make sense for you to actually constantly still put yourself out knowing full well but if you get sick and then the cab you use that guy could get sick and if that guy gets sick he gets to his household he gets sick and maybe regardless of what kind of work the wife does the kids will get sick as a result of it and whoever the customers or clientele that the, the wife has as far as her work is concerned is it's all involved i mean i feel like one of the movies that people need to really pay attention to right now is final destination because you're watching the wrong movies in fact i'm going to tweet that or i'm going to actually post that uh on, on on whatsapp groups if i have to but back to what i was actually discussing here every generation of djs who actually speaks in these documentaries and performers in these documentaries from the two the two documentaries that i've actually mentioned everyone's speaking from how clubbing changed the world and everybody's speaking from uh where, what we started when you look at these two pieces of information this is what i want you to actually pay attention to listen to the different generations and how they address their situations in many cases they talk about the ups and the downs the ups and the downs because in every single scenario downs will exist I recently made an episode here and I spoke about how I'm concerned and worried about my my friends in entertainment especially nightclub DJs because if there are no nightclubs doing any events it means they're all stuck at home and they may not make rent at the end of the month heaven forbid it comes to that club attendees I mean some of these cases have led to many people just not accepting that they're supposed to be drinking at home so there's I'm sure there've been a plethora of house parties happening around the place but I also still insist on you have to make sure you're clean and taking care of yourselves to make sure all, all is well around you right and here's the thing that's the downside of us as far as how things could go and the upside I've noticed in recent days is how guys are going on Instagram live and just streaming performances I mean in a few minutes on the day I'm recording this I'm I've been told of a live concert being done by one of the biggest exports of Kenyan music currently which is Saudi Soul and to have interactions with your actual audience this is probably the perfect time for you to actually curate corners for you to sit down with your audience and actually speak to your audience directly I have been debating what kind of thing I would do if it came to the point where I'm actually doing live streams of entertainment and live streams of uh me speaking on specific topics or me covering specific uh ideas and ideals in that case and being in the content age it's actually kind of weird for me to see what kind of content will come out but here's one thing i was trying to come back to and i know i'm diving into like five different rabbit holes the topic that was really hard for me was to talk about how to revive dead horses or if it is important for us to revive dead horses and by dead horses i mean this the individuals that we grew up being fans of and by the time we became adults and hoping to actually get their nod or their blessing in what we were supposed to do with ourselves they were already washed and because they were already washed we couldn't really tell if it's going to become a thing or if it's going to just remain this one sad occurrence and personally i think my watching these two documentaries has helped improve that because here's one thing i need to make very clear before i actually spew all these ideas that i've come up with <laughs> i've been in entertainment for almost 18 years 
if it's to be specific that I'm actively being in entertainment, I'll say it's been 16 years of me actively being in entertainment, not only behind the scenes, moving a box from here to there, not only being the person who's running an event here and running an event there, but also in the capacity of me as a hype man, a performer, uh, a stage rocker, and as far as a guy who's making sure payroll is taken care of. I've, I've played most of these parts, or even even the extra part which is making the promotional artwork for the actual event i never really put my horn in far in as far as these particular cases are concerned but these are some of the things i've done in entertainment behind the scenes and in front of the scenes and in my years of being a part of this it's it's become very clear that there's certain things people do in local entertainment and global entertainment if you will that do come off as shady and do come off as a reason why certain industries don't really sustain themselves and I wanted to make that clear in regards to time because I feel the impatience that comes with that which is expected in entertainment is what is really the biggest thorn in the side of most people who would potentially enjoy being in entertainment. You can't really enjoy something if your first concern is how quickly will I be able to be a success and become a multimillionaire or or become a household name. In these 16 years, I am yet to be a household name. I'm familiar to people, but I'm not a household name. And by household name, I mean this. My careers and my different career paths have always had this one thing, which is it's very few people who've done it before or they've never done to the extent that I've done what I've done so far. And I am the first to tell you that I'm still an amateur in that which I do. I'm not the best. Most of the ventures I've taken as far as being a part of certain events is because I'm actually trying to venture into those fields and see if there's a contribution I can do or make in those fields that will make me become even more relevant and one of the first names people think of. I I would love to be in a position where when it comes to certain kinds of events, I'm the first name they call. That's why I keep on feeding myself with countless sources of information, regardless of even genre and and scope and scale and all these things. And in this period when everybody's on lockdown trying to make sure they stay healthy, here's another thing I'd like to add onto what was said in the previous episode. You have got to start thinking about ways to evolve how you entertain. And Another reason why this topic was important to be tackled now with more information is because in the initial way I wanted to talk on it, I was going to be a little bit brash and a a bit aggressive and a bit angry towards any person who could be potentially an audience member. And I'm glad I've toned that down to a certain extent because here's the thing I find about craft, which always seems to stay as biblical truth. The strongest of us will always stay afloat. The most patient of us will always find a way to, even if we slide down a little bit, we'll still find our way back up and be strong forces. The weakest of us will either try sink the first two vessels or they'll tap out altogether or they'll find another angle which they can contribute to that which they love. I'll give this as an example. I know I'm a badass rapper. I know I'm a dope MC. And when I say MC, I don't mean just master of ceremony. I mean in both senses of the word. I'm I'm a chief rocker and I can do it with the best of them. I can rock with the rest of them. I've done music. I've recorded music. I've known how to make a perfect template of an actual track. I've done that. I've I've introduced bridges to songs and stuff like that. I've done all these things. However, 
since my true drive wasn't to just be the performing act because I knew how much time is required for the performing act to perfect his craft. I chose to play more of a contributing role in regards to being a guy who actually brings on these acts. Rather repetitive, but I feel repetition is the father of learning, as Lil Wayne once said. So my contribution became, I'll make the visuals for whatever gig needs to happen and I will rock the gig whenever I'm capable of actually rocking the gig. That way I don't I not only take care of my, my initial first love, which is a pen and paper or a drawing, but I also take care of making sure that I vocalize and I bring out the energy of the audience I rock with. Because for those of you who've actually gotten to see me rock a stage, I get into the moment. I come onto stages like a gladiator. In many cases, DJs don't really need a hype man. They just need a person who's going to make announcements from time to time. So I'm like a radio host from time to time. And in many cases, the different events I've actually had the privilege of hosting, I've always said this, everyone's artistic integrity must be respected and must be taken care of. So I could get a DJ come to work with me who we've worked, we're working together for the first time. And I think if any of these individuals are actually asked of their first experiences with me, this will probably reign true. I never dictate what the DJ plays. I'll probably request one or two songs, but they'll be very, very spaced out. But I'll never dictate the creativity of the DJ. I will always hype to what they give me. They give me something, I'll go. If I feel they're going off a little bit, I give them the chance to actually redeem themselves. I'll just highlight like, oh, I think you missed it at that point. I'll give that level of critique, nothing else. I never talk down to DJs, no matter how much younger they are than me. No matter how much younger. And then, again, to find my place in contributing to the craft. I always will speak to craft because I feel craft is where it's at for me. And even in regards to making this podcast become an existence, it's because I felt that people of craft need to hear from a person in the actual business of craft, speak the truth about it. And I've always wanted this to be the most important message, uh, uh, the important message I pass to everyone who listens to me or anyone who takes the time to even follow that, that which is the path I'm leading them towards. Accept the journey embrace it welcome it grow from it because the endurance levels you're going to have once you get to the peak of your career are built off of the endurance levels you have as you're training yourself to get to the level you need to get to just a few minutes ago i mentioned the whole idea of repetition being the father of learning doing something so many times helps you find other angles of doing it yes be competitive but don't be competitive in the angle that most people like to talk about don't be Jordan, be the late great Kobe, be obsessive about the method to make sure that the craft is maintained and becomes doper. So for the DJs out there, for the artists out there, for the, for the performers out there, in this particular case, when you're trying to find the actual path towards how you're going to go forward, sometimes your old heroes are not the guys you're supposed to talk to in regards to what to do next. You need to adapt to the new things. I came across another individual who's a young man who, in his work, he has shown me that there's a curiosity he has for some individuals from my generation coming back into rap music. And based upon my imagination, how I think about music, I feel I could easily uh, adapt to that which they need me to be because I've been a chameleon for so long. And by me meeting these young individuals now, maybe it's the reason why as much as i wanted to do an album last year i never did it last year maybe i haven't found the individuals i'm supposed to work with granted i've always had the mentorship of my best friend and the, he's always been the force that actually gets me to do better but maybe in order for me to actually make that cross over into that which is my being in future i'm supposed to connect with younger people 
because their technologies and their advancements are way way higher than that which we even expected to be able to do 10 years ago and i'm telling you this to watch the evolution of technology and communication in less than 10 years is amazing so maybe a person who's actually completely ingrained in those worlds will give me another direction or another chapter of a book that i'm supposed to learn as i go forward because again there's a reason why the episode I talked about the reign of the OG and how we didn't have true role models as far as OGs are concerned. I love that I'm in a position of borderline OG status, having over 15 years of experience in, under my belt. And maybe by my contributing side by side with the younger generation of performers and creators, I do get to add more to that which is the game and be even more valued to the game and not only take care of my generation of chief rockers and stage rockers and prove to people the level of endurance and greatness you're supposed to give to the stage when you get onto that stage because i love it when i stand on a stage and i look out and they can't expect or they can't even conceive how i got to that particular position in my thinking and as time goes by i pray that that which i do leads to even greater heights being achieved so say it with me be Caesar, or be nothing at all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to yet another episode of PBE Daily. Maintain the quarantine rules, maintain the uh, necessities you're supposed to do, keep yourself clean, wash your hands regularly for over 20 seconds if you possibly can, make sure soap is involved, keep yourself safe. Do not put yourself in a position where the nightclub won't be there next week. I guarantee you the structure will be there. And whatever the rave was last week looks exactly like it did this week. The hits are still going to be the hits. How about you stay in the house, visit your different online platforms, and maybe make new hits become ushered before you come request them on a DJ booth next week. How about that? <laughs> Until next time. Uno. <laughs>